I'm Corey Schwarzrock, a teacher and division lead here at Cary Grove High School. And I'm Steph Suko, an instructional coach and teacher here at Cary Grove. We're so excited to share different strategies and best practices that are being used by teachers across D155 in 10 minutes or less. Teach in 10 is all about celebrating great teaching and amplifying the voices of our amazing teachers here at 155. Really, we're just here to have a good conversation about great teaching. And we are launching into our next series, which is going to be focusing on real-world relevance. Our mission at District 155 is for our students to enter with promise and leave with purpose. So one way that we can do that is really by focusing in and building in real-world experiences to so that they can really apply their learning. So today's guest is Dan Jagurski, and he will be talking to us about how he builds this in in his own classroom. Welcome to Teach in 10. Thank you so much for being here. You do amazing things down in your branch of Cary Grove. And so we always like to ask our guests to tell us a random D155 fact. All right. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. CG fact would be that we have a full service autos lab in our basement. And obviously we'll, we'll cover that today. But um, if you don't get to that part of the building, you might go through a couple of years, you know, four years of high school and not even know that we were here. So... Our random fact is that we are down there and we offer a lot of uh, automotive services and skill sets to students. It's always a good day when I see you come up the stairs and, you know, walk the halls upstairs um, because you do. You become so immersed down there and the students love being down there. Can you tell us a little bit about how you got to where you are today? Sure, absolutely. So I grew up uh, in a family, a construction family. So my my grandpa had a carpentry business. It was in McHenry County. So we um, did all kinds of houses, all kinds of building. And I don't ever remember wanting to start working, but he just kind of picked me up and started bringing me to work at, you know, I would say probably fifth or sixth grade. So I started really early and then was instantly uh, interested in it and helping out and wanted to, you know, help the family out. So I started picking up all kinds of construction skills, building skills, and, you know, along with the automotive and the small engines of just uh, kind of had a business where you didn't, you didn't go out and buy, you fixed it and you kept it going. So my grandpa took the time to teach me everything about building. And that's really what motivated me to become a teacher later that since he's, you know, spent the time teaching me and showing me everything about the business and how to build, I thought that'd be a great opportunity for me to get back to the classroom in that way. I love that personal connection and we knowing you we thought you'd be the perfect guest to get us started on that real world relevance in this theme that we're going to be exploring for the next couple of weeks. Can you tell us a little bit about what you teach and how it helps prepare students for the real world? Yeah, absolutely. So in the autos program, it's part of the uh, industry and careers, we start with small engines class, which is a semester, autos one class, which is a semester, and then that all turns into and moves to autos two and autos seminar. So small engines is a great class to check out if you're, you know, just for someone who, uh, for a student that wants to kind of check out how do go-karts and lawnmowers work and how do engines work. So we spend a semester taking engines apart, uh, learning all about them, putting them back together. Together, They make them run. Uh, they have to troubleshoot them. And uh, it's really just a great first class to see if there might be some more interest in the automotive field. Uh, after small engines, they can take autos one class with me, and then we're taking apart bigger engines and learning about all the systems and cars and vehicles and repairs and just going from that kind of more that the smaller engine to the bigger engines and all the concepts that are related. And then after that, uh, students can take a double period autos two with me, 
uh, which is a year long, 90 minutes every day. And then we kind of get into all the larger repairs and uh, just, I always say like from the front bumper to the back bumper is what we're going to be learning. And there's so much, you know, in between all the mechanical parts, electrical parts, uh, troubleshooting and um, how to, uh, how to really understand how to repair the vehicles. I think I could benefit being a student in your class. I am embarrassed to admit I wouldn't know how to change a tire. So I think I need to come down and uh, learn a few things. How do you think this class course type of learning benefits our students? Uh, you know, the biggest thing we're always talking about is the hands-on skills and then just the, the skills that are, are acquired down by us, learned by us, and then um, also learning from the students that bring skills in. So some, some students already have some experience working on um, the various automotive areas or taking things apart and fixing them, but just really preparing um, that student for real life, you know, during and after high school, to, you know, anywhere from uh, changing a flat tire to fixing a, you know, battery, jump-starting a battery, or basic maintenance on the car. It can all be related to uh, real life skills that you'll need later on, you know, with uh, things around the house and uh, just keeping things up and going. So um, some students obviously learn better with their hands and, you know, in lab type classes versus the uh, more on paper. So really a lot of my kids really excel once they get to go out in the lab and showcase their skill sets. Sounds like you offer a really differentiated and personalized experience that each of your students kind of gets what they need. Absolutely. So there, yeah, we have uh, you know, all skill sets down there and just having the classroom and the laboratory really allows uh, students to um, show off their skills and they can all get involved in different ways. And some are, are really good on the computers and looking up the software and the repair um, diagnostics that we have to do along with being out there and turning the actual wrenches too, but everyone kind of finds a special spot down there. Love that. That's amazing. I, I think, I know I have many of your students in speech right now and just hearing about what they're doing in class has been so awesome. What other impacts do you feel like this has on student learning and their experience at Cary Grove? I think it really helps the students find a, a special place within Cary Grove and Cary Grove is absolutely a special place. All of our schools are in the district, but uh, I really feel like my students, it's almost like a club. You know, obviously it's a class and, you know, we're dual credo MCC and there's all the academic parts of it, which is great, but um, they really find a, um, a sense of uh, belonging down there and they have a place to go and they're, they're down during all their free periods and they're, you know, in between classes. And that's why people in the rest of the building never really get a chance to see me because I'm pretty much down there uh, from the morning until after school, just because there's so many students down there wanting to hang out and work on things and help out other students too. So it really just, everyone just gets along very well down there too. And they really, they kind of really take ownership and being part of the autos program. You mentioned dual credit. Can you elaborate a little bit on your relationship with MCC and what opportunities our students have sure, after sure. high school? Yeah. So uh, it's just a great, uh, a great opportunity that we have with McKenna County College is that after uh, completing autos one and autos two, um, they are awarded dual credit. So they're basically the first level of college automotive at MCC is taken care of here at Curie Grove, which, you know, from a financial perspective, it helps save the students money and it really lets them know that if they're serious about autos, they've already basically checked off that first year. If they complete the courses with me and then they can continue at MCC and stay in the automotive program, take more courses and basically get out a little faster too and for less cost. So it's part of a pathway that would lead to an, a certification? Correct, yeah. So certifications, um, 
after high school would be like ASC um, certifications from uh, technician or mechanics. NCC also has uh, transmission classes, not just basic autos. They have electrical, trans- like I said, transmission and other um, higher end courses too that they can get into. And then they can take that skill set and even go further with it too. That's awesome. Absolutely awesome. That's great. So what recommendations do you have for our listeners who might be in industrial tech or maybe maybe they teach psychology? Who knows? What are some general recommendations or strategies that you have to connect? Maybe taking some courses that they would not normally take or they wouldn't, you know, if they see it on the course offerings list and they're not sure, just to kind of reach out there a little bit to something and try it out. And then I think that's one of the one wonderful things here at Curie Grove is we have so many different electives and so many options. So I always encourage, you know, my students and other students just to take as much as possible and to explore the, the various programs. So if they are down just by autos, I encourage them to take a metals class so they can learn how to weld or take a, you know, woods class because obviously my background is not just automotive, it's construction and take as much as possible and then really get them set for life after high school. So once they're out there and, you know, living on their own at some point, they have, you know, multiple um, experiences they could kind of fall back on to, you know, work around the house and fix up things and, you know, get, you know, additional, you know, occupations and jobs, whatever they want to get into. Actually, we just went to the uh, Chicago uh, Auto Show last weekend, so that was great and brought 31 students there from the Autos program to check out the latest and greatest uh, new vehicles. And then we also, um, in May, we have a student-led car show, which allows us to uh, have students' vehicles on display it could be uh, family vehicles or their personal vehicles, but we just open it up to all vehicles for all students. They don't even, you know, even other students that are not in autos are welcome to bring cars. It just really is a way for us to showcase our program kind of in the front of the school where normally we're kind of in the basement and you may not know we're down there, but it really allows my students to show off some of their hard work in front of the rest of the student body in the community. I love how it allows them to celebrate their successes and share their loves with each other. And Dan, I love that you are giving students skills that they can use either occupationally or just great life skills that can help make life a little smoother, uh, especially when we've got car issues. So thank you again for sharing your expertise and your experience with our audience. We'd also like to thank our audience for listening. So if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment and let us know. Don't forget to subscribe if you'd like to be notified when future episodes drop. Each episode will be full of easy-to-implement best practices shared by the teachers who are actually doing the teaching. Really, we're just here to have a great conversation about amazing teaching and our amazing teachers in D155. Our mission is to highlight and amplify the amazing things that are happening in our classrooms. Please help us expand our reach by leaving a rating or review wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you are a teacher at District 155 and you'd like to be a guest on the show or you know someone who should we should have on, for example, Dan today was nominated, there is a contact form on our podcast page. Thanks so much, everybody. All right. Thank you. Thank you.